This episode is about one of the most important concepts in writing, active neutral. So active neutral is when we embody, confirm, and allow that which we have asked our horse to do. It's a mental, emotional, and physical state where we want for nothing else. Most of those magical moments we have with horses are when we're in a state of active neutral. So here we go, episode 102, Active Neutral. Hi, I'm Karen Rolfe, and welcome to Horse Training in Harmony. This podcast is about you making progress with your horse in a way that you both can love. It's about learning how to move and be in harmony. Because yes, you really can develop a horse to be both athletic and happy. When we show up as our best selves for our horses, our horses will show up for us. So let's get started. Active neutral truly is one of the most important concepts in riding in lightness. And it's so important that I can't believe I haven't done a podcast about this yet. (laughs) Somebody was asking me about it and I was like trying to find the episode where I talked about it because I talk about it so much. And I kept looking through my list. I'm like, I can't believe I don't have a a podcast on active neutral. So here it is, (laughs) the active neutral podcast. All right. Uh, Now I've talked about in previous podcasts about this idea of loving it or changing it. So active neutral is the loving it part. So if you've ever had that moment with your horse that feels just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Chances are in that moment, you weren't overusing all your aids, right? You weren't like, yay, I really got to put all my aids on today. That was awesome. Really made my horse do that. No, it was probably a moment where you felt the sensation of sharing the movement, right? Because you you probably also wouldn't um, have a magic moment that feels like, you know, geez, I was just like flopping around and my horse was doing all this stuff. Even though that might be kind of cool if you can flop all over the place and your horse is still doing magical things, but there's still that disconnect. Like it's not a harmonious moment. So active neutral is what we're trying to achieve when we feel like we're doing exactly what we need to be doing to embody, (laughs) confirm, and allow what our horse is doing. And we aren't using one drop of AIDS too much or too little. And the other part of the active neutral is the mind piece. So it's when we embody, confirm, and allow, and we want for nothing else. And that's the part, (laughs) that that part is equally challenging and equally important as, as all the other things, like having your pelvis in neutral and having your legs draped down and your head aligned above your shoulders. It's equally important. And that's the part when I what I mean by loving it. We've got to love it 100%. So active neutral is when we're doing exactly what our horse needs us to do in order to follow and stay with the movement movement that we're asking for. You're not doing a drop more 
and you're not doing, doing a drop less. Because if we do too little, if our, our active neutral becomes too neutral and not active enough, then they're not getting enough information. They might start wondering if they're actually really supposed to continue. Or another type of horse under that circumstance will just start doing his own thing. So we've probably all seen, of course, it doesn't happen to us, right? We always see other people making this mistake. <laughs> um, see where, you know, you have a rider who's like posting behind the movement and they're not, you know, going with the horse. And then the rider's complaining that their horse isn't energetic enough. And we can look at that and go, well, clearly <laughs> it's because you're posting behind the movement or you're making the horse push you up. You're not doing your part of the posting. So that's the cartoon of a, a, an active neutral that is not active enough. It's a little too neutrally. <laughs> it's too vague. And so some horses will just gradually slow down all the time. Some horses, you know, will be like, if they don't have enough information, they'll just tool off and go do something else. Now, if we're doing too much, if our active neutral is a bit too active, we can block our horses, right? So active, too active might be holding tension, right? You're, you're sitting up straight and then you're really sitting up there. So if you've ever had a lesson where your teacher is like working on your position and they've got you all like, okay, put your arms here and your head there and your bo body there and move your legs there. And then you're like, but now I can't breathe, <laughs> right? Then things are too active because we're recruiting too many muscles that are just holding us there. And so that can block a horse or it can just create general tension. So that can create um, anxiety. So the horse starts mirroring that and now they're tense all over and now they're thinking, well, geez, the only time I usually feel tense like this is if I'm scared of something. So there must be something scary. <laughs> so what started out as just um, physical tension can turn into emotional tension. And to bring in the mental piece from the rider, you know, sometimes you, again, not with us, but I'm sure you've seen people that their horse is sort of obliging and trying to be a good boy and doing what he thinks he's supposed to do. And the rider's following him and sitting really pretty and balanced, but they've got this like yucky look on their face and they say stuff like, well, he's just not good enough or he still doesn't move enough or, you know, whatever it is they're complaining. Again, other people, not us, of course. <laughs> but have you ever watched something like that and then seen the look on the horse's face too? And it's just, it's like everything's going correctly, but there's this feeling of like, blech. <laughs> and the rider isn't enjoying it. And chances are the horse isn't enjoying it. And it's not a magical moment, even if the physical part might be like correct <laughs> and, you know, in perfect alignment or something like that. So that's not what we're going for. We really want the whole tomato, the whole mental, emotional and physical idea of that. So when, when you're in active neutral as a rider, we need to be able to maintain our own postural integrity. So that's one of the, there's so many factors because it, it also depends on what you're doing because active neutral can apply to 
anything. It can apply to online stuff and groundwork. But there's this idea of um, some self-care. So the rider has to be able to maintain their own postural integrity so that we, if we're flopping and <laughs> flopping all over the place, we're going to be erratic, right? Just by nature. Um, so to have that postural integrity without tension, I mean, that's sort of a lifelong <laughs> quest and it changes as the years go by and your body changes. <laughs> I am discovering. Anyway, <laughs> so we've got to be able to maintain our own postural integrity and we need to be able to be super clear in our minds about what success is looking like. You know, we need to know when the horse is doing what we're asking, because if we don't, we, then we have that like, eh, I don't know, eh. <laughs> and that you can't be in a magical moment if you're like, eh. <laughs> right? You got to be like, yes, that's it. Yes, that's it. It matches the picture of what you're asking for in the moment. It doesn't have to match the picture of ultimate perfection of any horse in the world. It just has to match. This is what I'm thinking of right here, right now, for this horse in this moment. Yes. And it's important to recognize that moment. That's what I call a yes moment. So that then we know, and now we can diminish the supporting aids, try to be left with our perfect combination of just right posture and aids so that they, you know, so that we say it with me, you know, embody, confirm, and allow that shared movement. Now I have videos in my video classroom about this. Um, I actually am just putting together a video mini series um, on active neutral. It'll be posted in the um, video classroom as a mini series on August 1st, but actually you can find the videos in there uh, right now if you're in there already and just click on the video label called um, Active Neutral and that will bring up all the videos that are in there on the subject. Now I also talk about this in my book. It's on page 62 if you have the book. Um, and I'm going to share with you the exercise that's in the book. Um, I want to apologize in advance because I'm going to, as I go through this exercise and I, I'll give you the protocol so you can actually practice this with your horse, but I apologize in advance because this exercise has been known to get stuck in people's heads. <laughs> I know when I do clinics, if I've been teaching this to the group or, you know, to any you know, people a number of times during the clinic, um, there's a repetitive sort of mantra involved in this and um, people will kind of walk away <laughs> repeating this as if they're in a little bit of a trance. But, you know, I figure that's just, I did a good job and it's worth it because this is one that you need to uh, be able to remember. All right, so I'll read the exercise as it's written in the book. And that way, if you have the book, you can follow along. It's on page 62. And um, if you don't have your book with you and you don't feel like following along right now, that's okay. When you go back and read it in the book, then it'll probably make even, even more sense. Okay, so like I said, this is on page 62. Exercise number seven. It's pretty close to the beginning. 
because <laughs> it's important. Now for this exercise, um, I'm using as an example, we're going to be talking about energy level. And I think that's just because it's sort of an easy one to get this concept with, um, to think about things. You know, we can get the concept with, with this one criteria about energy. And then you can, once you have the concept, you can take it to anything, anything that you want. And you can use it for, to create entire pictures where you're thinking about energy and posture and bend and lots of things. Uh, so again, just, um, this exercise is talking about energy. All right. So step one, find a trot that's already comfortable for you and your horse to maintain. And when you have it, think to yourself on a scale from one to 10, where one is almost no energy and 10 is the most energy I can imagine. What number would you give that trot? And the number itself doesn't matter. It's not on a dressage scoring system. There's no right or wrong. It's simply a reference. And it only has to make sense to you in this moment. All right, so you're, you're trotting along. This feels nice. This feels possible to sustain, feels easy on a scale from one to 10. What is it? Pick a number. That's eh, a six. Fine. Call it a six. So in that moment, step two is memorize what that energy feels like. Memorize the feeling in your horse's entire body. And now as you ride around, you're going to ask yourself, is this still a six or whatever your number is? I'll just say six <laughs> for the purpose of example. Is it still a six? And you want to ask yourself this frequently, like every several, several strides and be really particular. Like a 5.5 is not a six. A 6.5 is not a six. A 6.25 is not a six. So I want you to be really, really particular. Now, if you ask yourself that question, is it a six? And the answer is yes, then that's great. So go to neutral. You've got what you wanted. Now go to neutral. Do your best to just whatever neutral feels like to you. If it's not a number six, if you answer that question, no, it's not a six, do something about it. So what does neutral mean in this case? It means you're not pushing with your legs. You're not holding with your hands. You're not feeling like you need to carry the energy or even wishing the horse was different than he is. And you'll be active and allowing in your body, but in a way that you're feeding into the motion. So you want to be, make it into like a perpetual motion machine. And for those of you following along in the book, yeah, I'm adding some more words here. <laughs> All right. Um, now, so you've got the numbers, you've, you've got a trot, you've figured out that the number six energy feels like it would be possible to sustain. You ask yourself, is it a six? Let's say the answer is yes. Great. Go to neutral. If it doesn't, if it's not a six, do something about it. And then you ask again, how many strides later? As soon as you finish the sentence, is it a six? Yes. Go, are you in neutral? <laughs> is it a six? Yes. Are you in neutral? Here comes the little, uh, little brain worm. <laughs> All right. So step five now we're at is if your stays in the number you choose, great. You got it. You are in harmony. 
And now you're just riding around going, it's a six. Yes, it's a six. Yes. And I'm in neutral and I'm in neutral. It's a six and I'm still in neutral. Boom. I'll bet you that feels pretty darn good. But step six, if he doesn't stay in that number, then you've got to change it. So suggest your horse to make the adjustment. And as soon as you feel the target number again, go back into your active neutral again. So there's a couple of considerations here. First, check yourself to make sure that you are not creating the problem. Maybe you're a little behind the motion and you're causing yours to slow down. Or maybe you're not relaxed enough and you're causing yours to speed up. So always be on that quest for the perfect neutral way of being on the horse that supports what you're asking of him. Now, that is easier said than done, but that's the tricky part because it's going to be a little bit about your horse and a little bit about you. So you want to just keep checking. Like, all right, we're aiming for a six. Is it a six? Yes. Are you neutral? Yes. Is it a six? It's like a (laughs) 5.5. All right, do something. Check yourself. Is there something you can change? And at the same time, check your horse. So in the beginning, I kind of do a little both. I check myself, do quick scan. Oh, I think I'm a little behind the posting. Let me adjust that. And at the same time, I'll, I'll say, hey, horse, sorry about that. I was posting a little slow. Speed up a bit. Help me out. I need practice. Get back up to that six. Go to neutral again. And this time when you're in neutral, try to be a little more active in your posting. Or if your horse is one that zips off, and you, you started a six. Yes, I'm a neutral. Yes, is it still a six? It's a seven. <laughs> Scan yourself. Are you tense? Are you perching? Are you holding on and making your horse want to actually go faster from that brace? Whatever it is, meantime, do your best and however you can communicate to your horse, hey, sorry about that. Can you please slow down? When they get back to a six, try again at an active neutral that's a little more neutrally, that's a little more relaxed or a little more whatever that adjustment is that you need to make. So step seven is to release from the exercise when you get the feeling that your horse is making it his responsibility to maintain the target. So of course, the ultimate is that the horse locks into that energy that you want and will maintain it forever. But in reality, we must still acknowledge all the best efforts along the way. If when you go to neutral, it only takes four strides before your horse is changing something, and then he finally goes 10 strides, dwell on that. Thank him for that. Wow, you doubled the amount of strides you're doing where he's maintaining. If If he always slows down in one particular place and then suddenly he passed that place in the arena, thank him for that. Dwell on that for a minute. Take a break. Give him a rest. Remember to acknowledge every success. And, you know, in that last paragraph, I'm talking about, you know, your horse doing it. But remember, this is as much about you as it is about him. So it's a team effort. So it's a little bit of teaching training. Hey, this is what I feel like when I want you to maintain a six. And then at the same time, you're totally scanning yourself going, am I able to be neutral and checking yourself? So often when I do this with people live and I'll, you know, say, is that a six? Yes. (laughs) Are you in neutral? And then, you know, 
neutral means you're not pushing, you're not holding, you're not wishing. So you've got to be brave enough to attempt to go to neutral. A lot of times with people who have horses that slow down a lot, it's really hard for them to take their leg off because they kind of know their horse is going to slow down. That's okay. Take it off. Go to neutral. Stay active in your core and in your mind. Keep that going. And this is how you're going to train them by being consistent to making that feeling in your core really meaningful, even when you take your leg off. So, and then if they drop down, then you can, hey, put your leg back on. Hey, sorry about that horse. I want you to be a little more active. Fluff it up, keeping that intention in your core until you train your horse to listen to what your core is doing. Listen to where your balance is. Listen to what your intention is. And then the legs become accessories, but they're not holding things together or your hands holding them slower. You might have to practice melting to a stop a bunch of times. But if you if you have this system where you have your idea, you use aids to help get the idea, and then whenever they're matching your idea, you become relatively quiet. You become relatively lighter. And then if they change something, your aids come your accessory or supportive aids come back on. When they're in that target, they go off again and they just you remain in that active neutral. Your horse starts to feel some options. Right? And they start to measure, well where's the comfortable place? And they can start to see that the comfortable place, maybe they're working a little bit harder. You know, maybe they're putting more effort in, but they can feel a relative um, comfort from you going to neutral, going, yes, that's it. Uh, and um, they can feel that that lightness. They can feel the harmony. And one of the principles of dressage naturally is that all bodies seek harmony if you give them a chance. <laughs> But if we don't let go with those supporting aids and those extra aids, they can never feel the harmony. They'll always feel held together or pushed or whatever it is that we're doing that's not active neutral. So you can have this little mantra in your head if you want, or you can recruit a friend and just, um, just hand them a little index card and on the index card, there can be three questions. Um, well, four. There's one question that they can ask once. And then there's three questions that they repeat. So the first question is, what number do you want? If you aren't playing with energy, you could just have the question be, what do you want? All right. So let's say you're, you're playing with... Um, Oh gosh, more bend in the shoulder in. All right, so you're going to hand this index card to your friend. And the first question is, they go, hey, what do you want? And you're going to go, more bend in the shoulder in. You go, okay, great. And then as you're doing shoulder ins, they're going to repeat these questions. You know, if well, I'll do it for the number game, and then we'll switch it to shoulder in. So what number do you want? Six. And then as you ride around, they're going to say, are you at that number? Are you in neutral? Are you still in that number? Are you in neutral? <laughs> and they're just going to keep repeating that. Are you at that number? Are you in neutral? Is it still that number? <laughs> and they're going to continually. 
So are you in that number? Yes. Are you in neutral? Yes. Are you still in that number? Yes. Are you in neutral? Yes. And just on an endless loop. Now, what happens if you are not at the number or you are not at neutral? So we have to make some rules around this. So my rule when I'm coaching people is that they are only allowed to answer yes to my questions and they're not allowed to lie. <laughs> so I know I jumped ahead with the shoulder in analogy. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll loop back to that, I hope. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's say you're doing the number and I, I'm playing this game with a student. I go, what number do you want? And they go, seven. And then I go, great. Are you at a seven? Yes. Are you neutral? Yes. Is it still a seven? Yeah. Well, yeah is actually no. And they're not allowed to say no, but they can't lie. So they can't go, yeah, because that's a lie. And it, they're not allowed to say no if it's not. So what are they supposed to do then? What they're supposed to do is change something. I will wait for the yes. So that's the game. So it'll be like, what number do you want? Seven. Are you at that? Are you at a seven? Hang on a second. I'm going to do a couple things here. Come on, horse. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I might have to wait two strides or half a circle or a whole circle or whatever it is. Make the adjustment. Don't wait. Get to the yes as soon as you possibly can. And as soon as they say, yes, that's the seven, I go, are you neutral? And then I watch them. And, and so if they're, what I should see is legs coming off, reins being softer, breathing happening, elbows relaxing. I should see some sort of, oh, there it is. <laughs> and it should be apparent. It should look and feel really different than when they're asking for the adjustment. Another thing I say a lot is to be either searching or enjoying, but you've got to be one or the other. So it's either a yes or you're looking for the yes, but don't sit there going, no, that's not it. <laughs> not it. Nope. Not a seven. And then I, if they do something like that, I usually joke around. I'm like, well, okay, well then see ya. And I just turn to leave and they're like, well, wait, no, I can do it. <laughs> like, I know you can. So let's do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, my chair is really squeaking. I think I, I really do need a different podcast chair because I tend to wiggle around a lot, apparently, and it makes my, uh, makes my chair squeak. Okay, so staying with the number game still, I'll give you an additional tip. Hey everyone, a quick message to let you know about a really exciting limited time opportunity for learning at no extra cost. So now you've heard me rave about the video classroom. It's my video training library, and it's where you go to see this podcast in action with videos on pretty much everything that I teach. But for May, June, and July, we are going to be doing extra monthly live Q&A calls, and anyone who's in the classroom gets to attend at no extra cost. We've never offered this before, so it's a pretty cool opportunity. So this is such a great time to be able to speak with a real person, to get your questions answered, either about a particular video that you watched 
or a challenge that you're having with your horse. Now the video classroom, I think, is always the best deal. And for May, June, and July, it is going to be amazing. So go to dressagenaturally.net slash classroom and start your subscription today. There's always a one week free trial to check it out. Again, dressagenaturally.net slash classroom. Okay, now back to the pod. And again, once you get this concept, you can apply it to lots of things, maybe everything. So let's just pretend that you, as a rider, are absolutely perfect. But your horse wants to change their energy anyway. Then you can use a little bit of psychology. And when you make your adjustments, so you're aiming for a seven, you go to neutral, your horse starts to slip back towards a six or a five. When you make the adjustment, overshoot the target. So this little tip is actually a little bit more dealing with energy than, well, it's related active neutral. It, I shouldn't have interrupted myself. Anyway, <laughs> overshoot the target. So again, it's like think of a horse that tends to be low energy. So you're aiming for a seven and every time you go to neutral, they're like, he, 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 I'm going to sneak down to a six or a five or a four. So let's say they slip down to a five or a four and being a low energy horse, that feels better because they're not working as hard. And then you go, hey, no, you got to get back up to a seven. So they go up to a seven for a minute, but eh, that feels like hard work. So they, you know, you go to neutral because you're perfect. And they're like, he, 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 let's sneak down to a six or a five. And you go back up to a seven. Oh my goodness. If you compare their choices there, the five is always going to feel a little bit better. And it might be worth it because they're like, whew, some relief. So if you have that, instead of trying to get back up to the seven and be perfect, go for an eight for just a moment. So when you overshoot the target, I don't mean run them around the arena at an eight. I just mean show them what an eight feels like. Literally, show them what an eight feels like. And as soon as they hit the eight, you go back to active neutral for seven. You're like, bah. you know, I kind of uh, picture it like when you're playing volleyball and you kind of like set the volleyball up. You touch it for a second, the ball goes flying up. But as soon as you touch it, you're done. So you touch it, set that energy up a little higher than you want, hold that thought of a seven. So you never lose that thought of the seven, but your legs or whatever, pop them up above a seven. And then he gets to relax all the way down from an eight to a seven. But if he goes below seven, things start to happen again. So now even just using like normal logic, given the choices, if, at seven, you're in neutral and in harmony and really light. And if you start slipping down, then aids come on. He has to go all the way up to an eight before you can go back to seven. You repeat that a few times. He's going to start going, you know what? Given all my options, seven actually starting to look pretty good. And when you feel him make that change, that's when you stop and reward and thank him because he just decided to do things differently. That exercise cannot work if you don't have active neutral. 
Because if you don't have that beautiful active neutral whenever you hit your target, he's just going to be like, this lady's crazy. She lets me do a five, and then she pushes me up to an eight, and then she lets me do a five, and then she pushes me to an eight, and no matter what, her legs are always on. <laughs> right? So this exercise, using a little bit of psychology, showing the horse some options, giving him a chance to choose only happens if you have that beautiful active neutral where you're absolutely focused precisely on this target movement or result that you're looking for. And in that moment, you go to like as, as perfect harmony as you can using everything you need to hold your postural integrity, follow that movement and body confirm and allow without doing one drop more or one drop less and loving it absolutely loving it. And that mental emotional part of loving it is just as important as the physical part. You know, feelings of frustration or disappointment can be felt by everyone around you, believe me, including your horse. So that Yes moment is so important. That active neutral is when you embody, confirm, allow, and love what your horse is doing. It's what will take an amazing yes moment and extend it into a magical ride that you and your horse can both enjoy. So do practice this exercise. Write out those questions. What do I want? Am I getting it? Am I neutral? Oh, now I'll circle back to the shoulder in part. Man, I almost was ready to close this out. So I've used the example of energy a lot. So what about if it's a shoulder in, right? So you, again, you have that target. Hopefully you have a lot of these ingredients already sustainable and active neutral, right? So if you don't want to expect a shoulder in to be in an active neutral if you can't like follow the rail in active neutral or stay in an energy level at active neutral and do all the other ingredients in an active neutral. But let's say you can. So you're just targeting it. You're like, all right, I want more bend in my shoulder in. So you're going to head down that long side, try to find the bend. And when you feel that bend, again, don't hold with your outside leg and grab with your inside leg and, you know, hold them there with your reins. When you're in that neutral, release. Keep your thigh position the same. Keep your your body position the same, soften your hands, soften your lower leg and see if it stays there. Do I have the bend? Yes. Am I a neutral? Yes. Do I still have the bend? And you've got to say it that rapidly because things can fall apart in a second. Do I have the bend? If it's a no, do something. You're not allowed to say no, but you can wait for the yes. Just try to get to the yes as soon as possible. And remember, yes, yeah, it's pretty good. It was better than last time. That's no. <laughs> so you can say, you can, you can know it's not a yes and not have to beat yourself up. Just like, oh, not yet, not yet. And keep aware how long does it take to get there? And remember the tool of overshooting the target, right? Don't always aim for perfection, but wiggle it. That's my best advice for finding something. Wiggle it a little bit. Wiggle it too much, wiggle it back. Somewhere in the middle, you're going to find a moment. As long as when you're overshooting the target, you're not holding it and, and forcing it to sustain. Just go there for a step. Feel what can move, and then you'll find it. 
Is it enough bend? Yes. Are you in neutral? Yes. Is it enough bend? Yes. Are you in neutral? Yes. Is it still uh, enough bend? Yes. Are you still in neutral? Yes. And by that point, I hope you're celebrating <laughs> because like that's turning into a magic moment. So when you do this exercise, no matter what it is you're thinking about, when you go through those questions, pay attention to the pattern. A pattern always shows up. I don't say that often. A pattern always shows up. There's a rhythm to it. You'll get like three yeses and then something changes. You get two yeses, something changes. Sometimes you only get one yes. (laughs) And by the time you're saying, yes, I'm a neutral, it's already changing. Sometimes it'll always happen in one area of the arena, right? So they're they're so balanced everywhere except for the part by the gate where they kind of want to bulge their shoulder. So when you start these questions, yes, 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 yeah, oh, that's not a yes. Pay attention. Was it a certain number of strides or was it a certain location? And how do you know how long to do this exercise? You do it until the pattern changes. If it's every five strides and now you go eight strides, stop. Thank them for that. If it's always at a certain place in the arena where you can't get your yes, and then you go past that point, thank them for that. Because you want them to be mentally engaged. You want them to be with you. You want them to be noticing. You want them to be like, you know, laying down the logic and their choices and have them go, oh, whoa, there's a nice place. What do I have to do to to put, what do I have to do to put my rider in active neutral? Because <laughs> they are wanting us there. All right, I did it. I think that'll give you a lot to think about. Um, I'm sorry, not sorry for the um, repetitive little brainworm I just gave you. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry because I know they can be annoying, but I'm not sorry because I know the next time you use that when you're riding, you're going to thank me. And again, if you want to see videos with this, look up in the classroom. There's a bunch of them. Um, And if you can't find them, just email me and I'll help you find them. All right, that's it. Bye. If this episode resonates with you, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Training horses is a long game. The more you listen, the more pieces of the puzzle you'll have. To see all your learning resources, visit dressagenaturally.net. That's where you'll find free videos, online courses, my book. You can sign up for my Wednesday Wisdom email or even book a private consult. Most of all, remember, you got this. Never underestimate the possibility for things to improve in ways you cannot yet imagine. Till next time, love your horse, move in harmony, and enjoy the process.